in my head, I'm seeing like this barrier, like this like circle of like, if I cross this line, I'm leaving my comfort zone and maybe taking some of the weight off of it of like, here I go. Like I'm leaping now, as opposed to I'm doing it differently today. I'm choosing for literally one day to like take a different route. Hi there, it's me Sneha and you're listening to Everyday Today. This is a podcast where I come in either solo, with friends, or with very special guests to talk about everyday things. These are small ideas, actions, observations, thoughts, and decisions that make a big difference and make us who we are. So tune in today, because well, everyday today. Hello, how has everything been lately? What's something new that you've noticed or learned? Any sort of reflections you may have? I don't know, take a moment to think about it. I'm here to share with you guys, after much planning, work, and procrastination, the first interview episode of this podcast. Today I have with me Caitlin Burns. She is, along with many other things, a content creator and a certified health coach. I came across her Instagram account one day, and I was absolutely blown away. I could not stop scrolling through the videos she had on there. Every single video made me introspect, reflect, and look at things with a new perspective. The conversation we had was eye-opening for me in many respects, and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. We talked about a variety of things, including introspection, being yourself, weird, as a superpower, comfort zone, self-talk, perspective, and routine. So without further ado, here it is, the episode. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, I'm so excited to be here. This is so cool, and I'm grateful you're having me on. So I just want to start with, like, could you tell a little bit about yourself, what you do, what drives you to do it? Absolutely. So my name is Caitlin. I am located in Boston, Massachusetts in the U.S. Um, I'm 24. And I got started sharing online um, at the start of the whole quarantine situation, um, so 2020, um, I had been sharing before that my Instagram used to be a like recipe and food account. Oh, that's interesting. Right. If you scroll like way, way, way back, it would probably take a really long time. You'll start to see like my whole feed was food. I was a junior in college when I was, or actually a sophomore when I was going through a lot of mental health struggles, um, And it got super bad to the point where it was debilitating. I couldn't do normal everyday things. Um, My relationships were suffering, all of that. Um, And I needed to find help. So I found a therapist. And that was the most powerful and empowering time for me when I realized, okay, I, I can come out of this. And it's also okay that I'm in it. But then come 2020, you know, the world kind of shuts down. Everybody is going through this collective struggle that's individual yet also shared. It was just so powerful and wild. 
And I found a life coach at the time, and she encouraged me to share online. And that's when I started. From what I grasped, you know, from your videos is that you talk about topics that are seemingly commonly talked about, like, for example, self-talk or self-love or self-confidence. But you add some sort of twist to it. In other words, you put these topics in a very new light, making them appear slightly more approachable, so to say. So is this a result of your introspection? You know, did these ideas come to you from an introspection mindset? How does that kind of work? And how do you introspect? What role does introspection play in your thought process? Viewing introspection also through the lens of, of self-love and self-confidence. It and the twist you were talking about. What what hit me was that it's not going to look how it looks for everybody else, especially not online. Right. Um, once I realized it's not supposed to feel a certain way, that's when the introspection sort of got deeper and I got more okay with doing it. So the ways that I introspect are, I, I love to journal. I have filled up so many journals I have a whole shelf of just full journals. I've been like writing in a diary every night for almost three years now. So that is one of my like biggest achievements ever. You must have so much to look back on. Yep. It really is a great tool. And yeah, like you said, something to look back on and like see, here's what I was feeling in that moment. And here's what I was doing in that moment. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a good place of reflection to look back and say, wow, I was feeling this way then. Here I am now. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty crazy to have this physical representation of a time that's past, you know, yeah. but it's still all encompassing. So cool. I love that. So that's a big one. Meditation is really big and sitting still and focusing has been something that's taken a lot of um, practice for me. But I think that mm-hmm. once again, once I realized, oh, it's not supposed to look a certain way, my mind isn't supposed to be blank these thoughts are supposed to arise and I am just the witness is sort of where I'm at right now in my journey. Yeah. And self-confidence wise, same, same sort of deal. It's, it's not always going to be the most comfortable thing in the world to walk into a room and own the space you're taking up when we've been used to the opposite, like walking in and and feeling small and making ourselves small to make people comfortable. It's this noticing, oh, I'm doing that thing again, where I just walked in the room and I'm wondering if if people are thinking weird or bad things about me. And I'm wondering what everyone else is thinking. Oh, my mind just went there. Okay, that's cool. No judgment, no shame. I'm a human. But let me like come back to this foundation that I've been building on my own by myself and then carry that like with me into the world, you know? Yeah, I love how you put that, like, you know, consciously working on redirecting your thought process and like, you know, know what you're working on and what you want to achieve. Yeah. Uh, So I guess moving on to like the second part of this, I kind of want to talk about a few specific topics that you've brought up in some of your videos. And there are so many things you talk about. So to anyone listening, make sure to go check out the Instagram account and I'll be putting the 
the name of it in the description so you can follow it and see all the great videos. Uh, so just to talk about a few, the first one I wanted to talk about is kind of what you talked about right now, right? Like owning the space and stuff like that. So you mentioned in one of the videos, something along the lines of weird is your superpower. And I loved that so much because, you know, being weird, especially I feel like middle school life is so much revolved around like what is being weird and what is like being cool and then kind of just continues on in our life. And I don't know as much because I'm not that old yet, but I feel like it's still there even if it's not directly in that form. So how do you sort of look at accepting ourselves and being ourselves? Because it seems like a very abstract concept of like, you know, how do you really be you or like, how do you really forget everyone and embrace the cringe or stuff like that. So <laughs> how does one really embody themselves and like, you know, be themselves? I love that. I'm so glad that that resonated with you. I could have used somebody telling me that when I was in middle school too, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I felt a really similar way where I was like, there's got to be more than this. This has got to be okay. I totally. Um, but anyway, it is such an abstract concept, isn't it? Like when somebody just says, oh, just be yourself. Like, okay, who is that, though? Like, right. how do I do that, though? Um, <laughs> that's so true. And I think about that a lot. Knowing what you value is so powerful. And knowing what is important to you is a really, really good tool for building that sense of self. Identity, again, is such like a abstract concept, and we could go on and on about it. But this like self-concept is something that I was learning about recently and it's the concept we have of ourselves. I am, you know, brave or I am a nervous person and et cetera. And sort of becoming aware of this quote unquote self-concept, like what are these thoughts that I've been thinking about myself? Do I move through the world thinking I'm, I'm an awkward person. I, I don't know how to, like do X, Y, and Z. I was going to say, I don't know how to tie my shoe. I don't know what I was going to say that. That's so <laughs> random. Like, not but like, I don't know how to interact with people or I always make things awkward, that kind of thing. Are we operating under that belief or am I positive self-concept of, yeah, I might not be the best at social interaction, but that doesn't mean I can't get better. And that doesn't mean that my quirks aren't something that people are going to appreciate. So that's where weird is your superpower sort of comes in. For some reason, all of these rules of this is normal, this is not. I'm of the belief that when we are we are knowing who we are, I value true human connection. So that's what I'm going to seek. And that's what I'm going to strive for. I'm going to look this person in the eye and smile at them. I believe that in doing that, we are like allowing other people to do the same thing. Do you ever see someone and you're just like, wow, that person is so... They're marching to the beat of their own drum. I love that outfit. I've never seen anybody wear an outfit like that before. And do you know what? I think I'm going to finally wear those, those wacky pants that I bought years ago that I would never let myself wear. I'm going to wear them tomorrow. Simply because I saw that person and they were strutting down the street in their outfit. I'm going to do the same. It's a reflection for others to see something done a little bit differently. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I This is like really helping me because I 
also like to think about being yourself. And I think what you talked about, like, you know, kind of your values and what you're seeking and everything that really is like, you know, kind of sticks with me. And I really love how you put that. And about like being weird, I think we're all weird in our own ways. And so the example about like, you know, that person, when you see that one person being their own weird, you're like empowered to be your own weird. And you're like, you know what, let me let me do what I love to do. And so I absolutely love that. I love how you put that. Thank you. I love I love how you just put it too and and reframed (laughs) it. It's so I like I could do my weird thing too. Absolutely. And what other people are thinking is what other people are thinking and we're human and we're going to consider and wonder and that's okay. But it's a practice to just keep doing it anyway, you know? Yep. So next up, I wanted to talk about comfort zone. So that is something that I've been working on. It was like kind of my July goal, right? To like start really exploring my comfort zone and really noticing like, oh, here's some, here's a place where I can like step out into something that's uncomfortable. So how do you sort of define this, you know, idea of a comfort zone? And then how do you like look beyond this line that we have drawn? What really lies beyond our comfort zone? Oh, goodness. It's funny because I'm moving through something really similar right now, pushing my own comfort zone. So answering this question, I just want to put out there that like I am fully in the midst of it and have not mastered it. I'm also yeah. still learning. Um, but I would define a comfort zone as routine, as sort of the things that we've always done and the way we've always done them the way that is predictable, the way that is known and like expected. Like I know if I do this, this outcome will happen. So I will do it because I don't have to wonder what will happen. I'll just know. And that's like, we're literally creatures of habit and that's okay. And, but I also believe that on the outside of this comfort zone of doing things differently than we've always done, when you do something different, you're going to get different results. And often when we want to change, when we're like working toward goals and we have this like vision for ourselves, um, it's outside of that comfort zone because it's going to require us doing something differently, changing up the routine, implementing something new, like getting up a little bit earlier or talking to somebody new, going into that job interview, even though we might not feel like we're fully qualified or whatever, it's it's something outside the realm of what we've always done. And you know, those kind of quotes that are like, everything that you want in life is on the other side of your fear. You know, it's like, maybe it's cliche, but it's it's a quote that's been around forever for a reason because it has a lot of truth to it. Um, so yeah, I think actually, yeah, fear plays a big factor into it too. We're afraid of, or I personally find myself afraid of the unknown. Mm-hmm. But I always know and remember those times that I did leave my comfort zone and I did do something differently. And I remember afterward feeling like, oh, that literally wasn't that bad. Like I did it. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. I have this awesome new thing to show for it or this new thing I created or this new relationship that I wouldn't have had otherwise had I not like 
done it different and left this comfort zone. So I think in my head, I'm seeing like this barrier, like this like circle of like, if I cross this line, I'm leaving my comfort zone and maybe taking some of the weight off of it of like, here I go. Like I'm leaping now, as opposed to I'm doing it differently today. I'm choosing for literally one day to like take a different route than I usually do to work, you know, take and, and start with those little practices and then, and then we'll get more um, confidence in doing things different. And then boom, before you know it, you're doing it all different and you're like crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really great. You know, we talked about getting inspired from your past self in a way, like getting inspired from yourself, which is so great because not that I think of it, there are so many times where I literally draw inspiration from myself and draw motivation from things that I've done in the past. So yeah, that is like really cool to think about. And also I love that you brought up, you know, like walking to work from a different route because those are everyday things. And this podcast is called Everyday Today. And, you know, we like to talk about little things that we can do in our everyday life to really change habits, change mindsets and bring a big difference. That's absolutely perfect. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. The last last thing I wanted to talk about in this section would be another video you posted about self-talk and, you know, how we have this negative self-talk. And then you talked about it from the perspective of our future self scolding us for what we're doing in the present, you know, it's kind of like what we're doing to our past selves and criticizing what we did in the past. So first of all, like, that was such a cool thing. Like, how did it come to you? And also, I think it kind of revolves around this idea of perspective because you put something as simple as self-talk or negative self-talk into a very new perspective. So how important of a role do you think perspective plays in our lives? And how do you try to like look through different perspectives? These are such awesome questions. I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting these like crazy ideas just listening to your questions. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. So I'll click. Like that's so that's such a good question. Um yeah, so I think to answer the first part of how it came to me, um I I mean I love I love to read. I have like a lot of books behind me and I like to read a lot of um sciency, nonfiction, sort of yes, self-help, but also just sciency books. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I remember I, I was reading one about the concept of time and how sort of it's true that everything's happening at once, even though it's not, and, and just how it's not linear. Time is such a comp- concept. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that got me thinking later, I was on a walk um, when I recorded that video. And I was also thinking about my past self in a negative way on that walk. I was like, I can't believe I did this thing. And I was like, Okay, if I was still me then, experiencing future me now, telling me then, I can't believe you did this, like, that was so stupid of you, blah, 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 how would I feel, you know? Like, isn't the whole point of being on a journey of of self-development, self-discovery, healing, whatever you want to call it, isn't the whole point, like, becoming okay with who you are 
So why am I going to go back in time to a version of me that did exist and maybe still does, you know, time? Um, <laughs> no, seriously. What if future me came to me right now and did that when I'm just trying my best? Like, I do not need to be told, you know, like, you're failing, you're, you know, because, ouch. So that's how it kind of came to me. We're sort of creating our reality in our head in the sense of the way we experience it in, in my belief. So I could, I could look at like my plant over there and I could be like, that's such a beautiful plant. It makes me so happy. Or I could look at it and I could see it through the perspective of like, oh man, I got that plant at a time in my life where I was in this specific relationship and now I'm not in that relationship anymore. So every time I look at the plant, it makes me sad. Yeah. Which I've never looked at that plant that way. And now I realize I totally could look at that plant that way, but I never have. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Like, yeah, there's so many ways you could think about things. And there are actually things we think of like that. And we don't realize when we could be thinking about them in such a different and more positive way. Exactly. Yeah. We make things mean things that sometimes they don't mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it absolutely makes sense. Yep. Yeah. The last question I want to ask for today. Okay. So since this podcast is called Everyday Today, what are some small things, habits, or moments in your daily life that, that are important to you and that you think make you you and what would a day in your life be like so what's your daily routine you can choose to answer either both of them or either one of them whatever whatever you like sure oh cool okay I guess I'll kind of combine combine my answer to encompass both questions because ritual and routine is very important to me um and it became super important to me over the past few years and I found that one of the most important things that I can do for myself every day is to allow myself to flow within that routine as opposed to being very rigid of, I need to have my breakfast at this time, go for a walk right now, and then X, Y, and Z. Because I found that when I give myself some like leeway and some grace, I feel a lot better moving through the day. Listening to my body and listening to my heart saying, I know we usually do this, but I really don't feel like doing this today. Can we just do, can we read instead? Or can we call mom instead? Mm -hmm. um, listening to those little hints and being okay with a change in routine. Um, some non-negotiables for routine for me would just be in some way in the morning making time for myself, whether it's a 25 minute meditation or three minutes of when I wake up in the morning, just not checking my phone, just breathing. Even when I go to the bathroom, like no phone, just, just sit and breathe for a second. How am I like asking myself, okay, where am I at today? Mm -hmm. And just noticing it, not labeling it as good or bad. Being of service to people around me is really important to me. And I just 
I'm really trying to focus on that lately in every way I can. You know, this whole conversation was so amazing. I think it opens up so many thoughts for me, so many takeaways, so many things for me to learn. And also, like, really a lot of things that I can think about, introspect upon. I think it really opens up, like, small chapters to read those books. Love that. Yeah. I just want to thank you so, so much for agreeing to do this. Would you like to add anything, any thoughts that you have? I just want to thank you. Um, And I feel similarly from talking to you of now having a different perspective on things and new things to think about just from the questions that you that you ask me and like the the way you reflected on, on my answers like. Ah, I just this is one of my favorite things in the world is connecting with people and and talking. I'm so grateful that you asked me to come on here with you. Um, and I think social media can be so powerful for this very reason that we got to find each other and do this. So that's powerful. That's it for season two, episode two of the Everyday Today podcast. I hope there were some things that you could get out of it. I mean, I guess there were a lot. But I do hope you made a note of some of them and that you are going to be working on those, thinking about those and taking them forward with you. Make sure to follow my Instagram at the rate everyday today underscore podcast for more content and updates on new episodes. Along with that, I'd love to hear your reflections, thoughts, suggestions, feedback, anything and everything. You can always DM me or you can email me at podcast.everydaytoday at the rate gmail.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening and have a great day.